dude, I feel like everybody's right and everybody's wrong. 100%. Why is this important? Why are we even going here? He's helped a lot of guys. He's also not had success with a lot of guys. Come in with a purpose and they're very intentional with what they do and how they do it. From the majors to the sandlot, baseball and softball share space in one place. Welcome to the farm system. Fellas, 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 and the ladies, welcome back to another episode yeah. of The Farm Unfiltered. We are back in action. Big Code, we got a couple topics. There's some things happening around the game. And we Recent gonna, news. We're going to run it We gonna run it through. So today, we're going to talk through a couple of different things. Mm. Uh, Scherzer being ejected, right? Yep. What do we got? Ten games. Yeah. Talk through that. Pitch clock violations, people mm. ending games, and yeah. um, all those things happening with, uh, with the clock there. We're also going to talk through, uh, 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 boys, the A's are coming to Vegas, baby. Oh, I know, right? They're coming in. 2027. coming in. Basically next year. And then also, yeah. <laughs> and then also Mookie playing shortstop. Oh, yeah. That yesterday. Was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk through uh, those things um, through as well. So let's start Scherzer getting ejected. So yeah. maybe we should tell the story first about what kind of the yeah. events, if you hadn't heard what had happened. If you hadn't heard, or maybe if they only heard part of the context i've read a lot of things mm -hmm. on it so let's make sure we both have also read some of the same things but go yeah, ahead yeah yeah no so basically just what i've heard is uh he was you know they do the inning checks for pitchers every inning um and basically he was repeatedly for the first few innings uh told you know basically clean off your hands um like a warning essentially mm -hmm. um and so he was warned to clean off his hands um and then after the third inning it was a little bit more serious like hey you know next time we notice something or think something's a little off, like you're done. Mm -hmm. And then he goes out in the fourth and then, you know, basically gets thrown out and eventually suspended and everything. But um, there's a lot of details in between that, you know, him mm -hmm. apparently rubbing his hand off with alcohol in front of umpires, um, using rosin mm -hmm. uh, with it, which is, again, doing it right in front of the umpire. And to my knowledge, rosin is legal uh, mm -hmm. still, you know, it's not illegal. Um, but the combination of the rubbing alcohol and rosin mm. is also very well known yep. to lead to some stickiness. So, um, you know, it could have been sticky, but also right in front of the umpires. And so, um, that's really the extent of what I've seen on it. Yeah. I got um, a couple, I got a couple more details that yeah. I learned this morning. So, yeah. So, so a couple more of the details that I learned from this morning. So the first thing was, was that. Um, yes, he was approached in the first inning. It was a little sticky. X, Y, Z asked to wash his hands. So he wa goes and washes his hands with alcohol, uh, comes back, uh, put rosin, sweat, right? He goes mm -hmm. and throws again. Um, when he comes back the next time, they check his hand. They're like, okay, your hands are good. Uh, your hands are good. But then when they check his glove, his glove inside the pocket of his glove is it seems it's sticky, mm -hmm. right? And you got to also get context in here with this, right? These umpires check all the big leaguers yeah. every inning, yeah. right? So they know the difference of like stickiness, right? If something's mm -hmm. feeling a little bit extra sticky than it is previously, right? Okay, so let's say this as well, because they're like, hey, your hands are fine now, but your glove, you need to switch out your glove. Like there's, there's something going on in your mm -hmm. glove, right? So then again, uh, I don't know. Now I'm not clear if he changed out his glove, but he was told to change out his glove. Right. Then, um, again, he comes off that next inning. His hand again, the stickiness is there. They ask him to wash his hands again. Again, the alcohol, the the rosin. Now, this is the other detail that's actually pretty fine, right? Is that there is MLB 
approved rosin bag that mm-hmm. everybody uses mm-hmm. right because it's the same it's you know it's an approved like for example yeah, yeah. there's not something added to the rosin right. to make it more sticky like, i'm using the know, bag i'm using the bag like supplement but what's the inside <laughs> yeah. the rosin right? right right they mix it with something to make it a little bit more sticky something like that right right so th- he was also saying uh that as well as like okay that being uh, a part as well okay now Scherzer's also known to be a high spin rate guy, so yeah. that also makes it kind of interesting. And yeah. you know, guys that tend to throw hard tend to want to be able to hold something other than that feels mm-hmm. like a cue ball. So there's some of that as well. And then, like I said, the umpires are used to touching things, uh, touching hands every single after each thing. Tanky's trying to find a spot here. He's getting comfy. Um, yeah. So oh, good. Uh, um, they're used to doing it. Now, also, it to my knowledge as well. The umpire that ejected him has also been the only umpire to eject uh, three other guys. Mm. So that was kind of suspicious, right? Like, again, is it the same guy every single time? Uh, It seemed to be that there's a trend that he's ejecting guys, too. But also another umpire came, and they also he confirmed both of them. Um, And then the other thing uh, that was an additional, like, detail um, along with that as well— yeah, so then there's also uh, the other thing that they notated, too, um, was that his last time that they checked him, it was worse than it was early in the game. Like, that's the worst it had been when they finally did like, mm-hmm. Okay, it's kind of worse. So now you could make the argument, right? Um, was he sweating more, which made yeah. it increase? But they also said it was, like, in between his fingers. It was, mm-hmm. like, you know, it was, it was, there was a lot more that was going on. Um, but again, if it was inside of his glove, if yeah. that was some of the places too. Um, and then lastly, the other thing I'll add as well is, you know, um, his agent, Scott Boris, also made a statement too, where he's like, he's like, well, you know, this is the problem. You know, you got like, it's a subjective, like, is it sticky? Is it not sticky? Is this stickier than others? You know, and also you're just purely going by experience. Like, there's not a lab out there. They're not testing yeah. stickiness, what exactly the thing is. And again, also too, that's like way off the deep end, right? right. Like, what are we doing? We're testing Thanks. fingers about what they're actually using and all that stuff. Um, also to some guys, oh yeah, it's sweat, it's sweat, it's sweat. Uh, again, there's like the other thing with like uh, sunscreen and then sunscreen mixing with certain, yeah. you know, things like what it does with stickiness and things as well. And then what do you do then? Do you limit that they're not allowed to wear sunscreen and so they're supposed yeah. to get like, you know, like, you know, how far do you go? And then I, I think it's the point of like, you probably have to regulate what sunscreens they're allowed to use. Yeah. Um, that goes along with it. And then I think taking a whole nother step back, right is like, why did this become a thing in the first place, mm. right? Well, if you look back, right, uh, you know, Bauer was talking about this for a while, but like, you know, for example, like uh, pitchers have been doing this for a long time. They all had a whole bunch of different, uh, you know, uh, substances that they were y- doing to um, mess with spin rates. Um, and, and and again, if you don't know that side of the, the, the data side and analytics side, you'd be like, so what? Like, what is it? It's not having that big of an effect, difference. but it's having a massive effect. Mm. Um, and again, to, to say that, you actually look back at the numbers when like the MLB was like cracking down. Um, when the MLB like cracked down on it, you saw substantially like spin rates across the league like substantially dropped mm. and also hitting went up um, during that time. And then also if you look at those trends though, over time, the spin rates started to slowly come back up again. Mm -hmm. And then it makes you think again, okay, if they were cracking down all these other things too, you know, again, and then also did, you know, pitchers start finding ways around it. Like, you know, and again, yes, the umpires are checking their hands, but are they doing it um, out of, you know, like, because, Hey, we're checking hands now, or, you know, again, again, or is it now this umpire that's actually taking it serious? And like, you know, he's calling guys out for it as well. My last statement I'll say with this is Scherzer was pretty adamant 
that he was not cheating and that yeah. that is not what happened, you know, yeah. but th- that's some context around the entire I was say, like the I think it was a post game interview and he was like, you know, they basically warned me that if it's yeah. the same or worse, like I'm getting it's thrown out. Like yeah. I'm getting like I would be an idiot to go put more of whatever they think I'm putting like yeah, I would just be, I would just be they, an idiot. Yeah, they, you they, know? they already, they already like, so you already. think you think I'm gonna go put more of whatever you think I have on yeah. on before that next like, for sure. No, you know, which for sure. again, obviously he's not gonna come out post game and be like, oh yeah, you know, I did it. But I, I did. It, you know, yeah. he's trying not to get suspended ten games and you know lose yeah. paychecks. But you know, it's not wrong. <laughs> Why would you go do more if they've already cracked down? Yeah, you that, know? that would be you know that and I also too just and again. Um, I'm not a lie detector here, but just like his, some of the, the how, and he's passionate and adamant about mm. most of his, you know, all of his stuff all the time yeah. anyways. Um, but he doesn't come off to me like one, he's not a, a stupid guy. No. Uh, secondly, on top of that too, like he's not, he's above all of those things for his team. He's one of those guys that never wants to come out of the game. Mm. So again, if they were cracking down on him, I can see him like, again, why would I put myself in a situation yeah. to like really hurt my Let team? team down, yeah. Like, you know, I'm not, I, I, I don't see that happening too. But I, I do think it opens up an interesting conversation about like subjectively of like, and this is what Scott Boris was saying. It was like, okay, we don't know the difference between sticky and sticky sticky. Right. And then, and then he's like, okay, so then they inject him. Right. And then they're like, oh yeah, but he can appeal. Okay. But they're going to go by statements of what the umpires felt and mm-hmm. those things that day. They sit down with the commissioner and the commissioner goes, well, it wasn't sticky sticky. It was sticky sticky sticky. Yeah. And because of that, you know, like yeah. what is the level of stickiness of like what's okay and what is not okay? Yeah. Um, it's just so subjective. Um, and I, that, I think that becomes obviously the big issue there. Right. So, um, you know, I mean, I, the, the take here is like, okay, first off, if he is or he's not whatever, right. It, there's obviously something that's left open to a subjective opinion mm-hmm. on who gets ejected when I didn't even know, to be honest with you, when they told the story about how many times that they gave him a chance to go do those things, I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Right. Because mm-hmm. I think that cl- shows clear intent that the umpires were trying to not eject him. Right. Right. Like that would, they didn't, like they it, didn't wasn't like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like the story kind of came out right where it was like, Oh, we checked his fingers and he got ejected. Yeah. Right. It was like that quick. And you, you've seen those like, you know, like guys like, uh, whatever his name is, uh, like, uh, Pineda, like back in mm-hmm. the day, right. Where they went out there and he literally has just like yeah. <laughs> pine tar on his neck. Thank right. You. It's just like, okay, that's dramatic. Right. Like that was the whole thing. Like they, you know, they obviously one didn't think it was enough to eject him immediately. Right. And then two on top of that too, um, obviously had an intent to not eject him though at mm-hmm. the same time. So you, you I, I, you kind of get a clear way from both sides here, right? The umpires are trying to do what was right. Scherzer's adamant that he wasn't using these things and wasn't doing that. He's using what they said that was, mm. you know, able to be used. Um, and also too, you also got to take in is like, you have the reputation of a player here. Right. That is like, you know, again, you go around the league, right? Like even now today, and I know it's a very big different scandal. Right. But like, um, you know, you have like when fans are ruthless on people that have been deemed cheaters, Mm -hmm. like it's just they hammer them. You know, it it messes up reputation wise in baseball. You know, it's heavy. So, I mean, I think you do need to really we got to you got to come up with some regulations or something's got to come out of this where it's like, hey, we got to be able to if we're going to call this out and eject a guy because of this or, or, you know, whatever that is, even if it's a hey, we're going to swipe your fingers like maybe it's a a tip like they can, you know, almost like a DNA test or something. They get that they get, you know, they go run it and they run it in between innings or something like that while he's out there pitching. And like, hey, if this comes back that it's like 
pine tar, this substance, this substance, or this substance, mm. you know, running in the back. It doesn't interrupt the game. They swipe. Hey, this is, you know, let's see yeah. if it's sweat. If it is sweat, it is this, right? Um, along with that. Because I would also, too, hey, pitchers and everybody's always trying to find an edge. You know, you can manipulate your sweat. Mm-hmm. You can buy what you're eating. Yeah. How yeah. salty your foods are, how, oh, I mean, how the sugar game, intake is. You take is. some type of supplement, put it in your water or whatever. Like it could make you sweat more, yeah. less. You know, all yeah. those things, right? All sorts of stuff. Um, yeah. And and so it actually gets a little bit deeper uh, than all that too. So yeah, what do you think would be a uh, throwing that in? Because I think this is a tough conversation. As, yeah, no. What yeah. how what what are some other things? You know, what what are some ways that you know they, they put some other things so it's not so subjective yeah well i mean i think it's hard and it all around because you're just going to have the human element to it in the sense of like i know back when you played you knew when you had an umpire that rolled up to the field you're like oh gosh we got this guy mm-hmm. you know like they have yeah. reputations with your team or players on your team as well and i'm sure it's no different at the mlb level i'm sure they know who they're you know the umpire behind the plate is and oh yeah you know, they know ahead of time, yeah, like, you know, I'm probably going to get too. this call with this guy or, you know, I can kind of, yep. you know, pop off a little bit more. And they got scouting know. reports for umpires now, too. Yeah, right. Like, you know? like where they like to call and where they mm-hmm. miss calls. Yeah. And, and so any anytime too, like you, you just don't know the background of it all. Like, you know, in college, we knew that if we had, you know, whatever his name was, like, don't say anything. We're probably getting thrown out. Yeah, you know, it's like I'm yeah. sure the same thing with uh, with them in the sense of like, you know, subjectively. You're just <laughs> umpires are humans too, and then you know whoever you're playing. Maybe Scherzer, last time he had him as an umpire, was you know pretty ruthless to him or whatever, and yeah. you know he's well, passionate. And it's like, yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, you could do lab tests and stuff like that, yeah. but it's yeah, what, yeah. how far is too far, yeah. you know? And then also too, I feel like everyone's always going to adapt. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure there's supplements out there that help you recover that don't get flagged on a test or whatever test they're running to, like, mm-hmm. you know, or they crack down really hard Well, now they're using mm-hmm. a special type of sunscreen and, or whatever. It's like mm-hmm. put, you know, gum in their mouth and the gum makes it sticky. I, I don't know. You know, yeah. I, I feel like everyone's always going to adapt to yeah. some, well, but at the same time, I guess the argument could could also be said, though, too. So what do you do? It's like, oh, it's hard to regulate. So we just don't. Mm. So then it just what now it's just Wild Wild West again. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that's the other thing as well is like there has to be. Yes. While, you know, how deep do you go with it? Um, you know, again, how sophisticated do you go? I go. I think, you know, it has to come underneath a couple criteria. It can't interrupt the, the fan experience. Right. Slash, uh, you know, again, be you know, a point where it's like stopping the game or mm-hmm. any of these other things. Right. Like, and we'll talk about that with pitch clock here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Right. But like still like, okay, it has to be something where again, like that's what I was saying is like, Hey, let him keep pitching. Yeah. And then, you know, again, the, the test comes back, like he's ejected. Now, again, that also gets tough too. Cause like, what if it's a reliever in the next inning, they're pulling him out anyways. But again, okay. Let's say you report it afterwards. Maybe they have to forfeit the game. Mm. Right. They catch a guy that's been thrown with it. It's like, Hey, yeah. you like, Again, he the lab test came uh, back. Yeah. He had pine tar, or where, or he had uh, what's the there's like a sport tack, or you mm-hmm. know the ones that they spider like to tack use. Too, yeah. Uh, spider tack. Yeah, that things. one's been cracked down pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, it. stuff yeah. like that, right? Like there's a certain substances that they like to use, and again, they could test for or whatever. Um, you know, and again, I think that you know, it, again, that might be it, it. could be too far, but the only reason I'm saying that is I don't I don't mean that to like 
go after the player. I'm thinking more to protect the player, mm. right? Because again, if you're going to suspend me and also hurt my reputation and also hurt my reputation with the fans and also again, do all these things that are going on top of my stigma. And also on top of that, does this come up during my hall of fame talks? Does this come up all these mm. other things, right? Where it's like, you better be right. If you're going to eject yeah. me and you're going to mess up my you know, thing, it's like, it's like, you better be right. So I think there, there has to be some protection that's thrown in there that protects the player. And, mm. and also too, if you are cheating, like, you know, that these are the rules. I'm not saying that again, that you should be able to use any substances. Again, batters use pine tar to, so yeah. they can hold onto the bat better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's just the rules of where the current game are. If, if next year they came out and said that hitters couldn't use pine tar, well, then those would be the rules. Like, yeah. you're, these are the rules, right? It, it, like, just like, mm-hmm. you know, if the ball hits first base before you get there, you're out. Like, those are the rules. Yeah. You can't just change the rules and play how you want to play because, you know, like, these are the rules of the game. Yeah. So right now, the rules of the game are this. Those are the rules. If you break the rules and you're cheating and other guys aren't allowed to do that and you're allowed to do that, then you're cheating, right? Yeah. So I, I think that's the other thing is like you got to take that in too as well. It's like, hey, this is in place one to protect you and also two, protect the guys that are actually doing things the right way mm. and are again along with that. Like if you're doing something and have an advantage that other guys are supposed to do and the league has outlawed that, right? As that mm. is against the rules. Well, then again, if you're if you've been doing that, I think you should be caught. Yeah. You know, it should be is what it no, is. No, I agree, hundred percent. There's just needs to be a definitive, you know. Agreed. You know, whatever statement on it, and rather yep. than, you know, sticky, hey, sticky, it felt sticky, 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 sticky. You know, well, yeah. how, yeah, how sticky, how sticky, know? yeah. But, and it's yeah. going by their experience, right? Like the umpire's experience of like, you know, other guys that they've been, you know, obviously they're they're there day in and day out with yeah. all these pitchers that they're feeling, you know, and again, what that guy's sweat is or whatever, right? And some guys I'm sure are going to be stickier than others. Who knows? Like, yeah. I mean, I know uh, some of these guys are going out at night, you know, having late night benders yeah, and, you know, whatever, again, yeah. sweat's a little bit different the next day <laughs> where you might be having some things come out. Yeah. And also too, I mean, maybe that's the thing is, you know, it could be a thing. I know somebody mentioned that as well as like the alcohol mixing with the with the the rosin. Uh, the rosin right like maybe that had a different effect and that's what something they have to look at and maybe they were yeah. the ones causing it to get more sticky yeah, right yeah, yeah. but again then surgeries fall in the either way there needs to be out outlines there where it's like hey something happened in this scenario mm. that it's too subjective and it, there's a need for mm-hmm. you know more clarification all right i think we should different subject yeah yeah for sure keep moving that subject so the next thing is pitch clock mm-hmm. right so Pitch clock's been around for a while. Um, when it started in spring training, uh, I thought it was going to probably be worse off than it really has turned into. Mm-hmm. Um, it has saved 30 minutes on games. Um, there's been crazy things. Another topic on uh, what it's done to alcohol sales. Mm-hmm. That, that, that was a whole other thing. They actually mm-hmm. started extending alcohol sales into the eighth inning because they have collectively already at that point in the season, like a couple weeks ago, had lost, I think it was like um, – like $30 million in alcohol sales because the games were ending 30, 30 minutes earlier. So I thought that was pretty crazy. So they try to counter that by extending it where they usually cut it off in the seventh inning, but Mm. they extended it to the eighth inning. And then, um, the one player, the one player countered by saying like, yeah, but then now our fans are going to leave like intoxicated and all these things. And it's like, yeah, but at the same time, like I also get it. Like, it's just like going to a bar, like, yes, they can cut you off at a certain point. And again, the bars at the place could still cut you off, right? right? If you show up and you're drunk, they could cut you off. But I think the other thing is as well, it's like, just like leaving a bar. They're not like, yeah, you're going to walk out. Yeah. You get in the car right (laughs) now. It's a DUI, bro. Yeah. Like go get an Uber. 
if you get yeah. a ride home, go to the pub across the street. Like right. you still have to be responsible. That's not the ballpark's job. Yeah. Even even the fact that they cut them off, like oh everyone, like for example, let's say it's my first drink and I go up to the seventh inning and they're like oh yeah this or the eighth inning and they're like oh we cut it off. It's like yeah. that's weird. It's my first drink, yeah. right? Like why is there a cutoff? Period. Mm. It's like a weird. I feel like there's a that's a weird thing that's happened for yeah. a long time. Which is like, yo, like we have like th those Personal rules were put in place before there was mass transit. And also, to yeah. be honest with you, a lot of people are either not driving or, again, you have a designated driver and all yeah. those things. If they mm -hmm. want to drive and they want to do it, yeah. why not? Yeah. Right. But uh, anyways, whole nother yeah. subject. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't yeah. even the point of it. Again, so th there's been some things that have popped up because of it. I think one of the things that really hurts the game and the topic that we're going to talk about here is, uh, you know, when games are ending you know, big pivotal moments and like pitch clock violation. Mm. Oh, my worst. The worst ones have been like when players go back to play at their home city, uh, right? Like yeah, Bellinger, definitely. you know, shows up at Dodger Stadium as a Cub now, right? And they give him a standing ovation. He stands up, he tips his hat, all that stuff. Umpire, no feel, right. walks out, goes, time violation, strike one, yeah. <laughs> right? And it's just like, all right, like, all right, like, I get it. Yes, there's a clock. Yes, you need to be enforcing it. Who And they're probably being held accountable if they yeah. are or not. But still, in that same way, like those situations are like no feel. It's like it's just like, hey, man, like again, happen. there's a bigger scenario happening here, right? Yeah. Um. So, the topic comes up. Like, first off, what's just your take on the pitch clock? Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. Obviously, like you brought up, like all of the way to alcohol sales. Yeah. Um. I think the first thing that instantly hit my brain with the pitch clock was injuries, like long term. I don't think you'll notice anything early in the year. Mm. But just interesting uh, with the pace of play being faster, how much quicker that pitchers have to get to work. Uh, some of those guys that like to take their time is are there going to be an increase of injuries uh, by pitchers? And you know, before because before of moving that? before moving from that, let's mm. just go to that one subject for a second. Mm. Would you say though, because they're been basically training themselves mm. to have that muscle endurance or mm -hmm. recovery endurance, right? um endurance and recovery uh for them to be doing that throughout the whole year right it, and now i get it it feels like sudden like middle of the right. year right if they were like it's hey clock. today clock is starting right yeah but they knew all the pitchers knew going in the spring training that mm -hmm. this was going to be a thing they've been doing it in and uh, minor leagues for a while now right and then also on top of that as well they they have this whole year been able to do it where Again, does it mm. in actually increase injury? Yeah. Like, does it not? Yeah. Like, also on the flip side, don't know. you know, how many of the pro guys that are, you know, in here talk about, oh, yeah, like our batting practice, we only take eight seconds, you know, to be able to get ready. Like, yeah. I just don't know if that's been a uh, focus on people's process. You know, it's in the back of their mind, but it hasn't become part of the routine. Like, hey, in batting practice, we're timing every single time that you're up at the plate and batting practice now because mm -hmm. this is something you're just your internal yeah. clock has to be ready for in game. Well, yeah, and, and that know? and that and then that one too, right? It's like okay, well, we could practice that, but right now I'm not in game. Yeah. So if I want to take extra time, like mm -hmm. you know, we're gonna talk while I'm working through my right. stuff, or I want to really focus on my feels right now, or whatever that is. Well, then, yeah. And I think there is a time where it's like, okay, we need to practice, especially if like, yeah. like they're doing inner squads or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, I think you should be for sure. But I think, you know, there's all that to keep in context yeah. just with that in general. No, there's but, a lot that but, goes into it. But no, yeah. definitely, that was the first thing that came in my mind was kind of just injuries. You know, it'd be interesting to see how people hold up. Yep. Uh, just throughout the year. And not that, you know, it's super extreme, but the way that they've played the game of baseball their whole lives, you know, think about like Wainwright, who's 42. Like, 
Yeah. My man's been playing in the MLB for 20 yeah. years. Like, yeah. and now all of a sudden it's changed, well, you know? And so I, even I if they've known, like it's still 20 years yeah. of you playing this game at this level, plus another well, 20. What you're you speaking know. to, and I think it's important for the casual fan to realize this is we're not talking about, well, like, well, he just, cause they did a commercial with uh what's his name on the Yankees and Trevino. I forgot uh, mm. who's the one that does the, the little, um, I'm a Yankees fan, so I should know. The, you know, he does his little altered leg. Oh, picks. is that uh, the uh, Hector Nor Nor Nordon? No, is that his name? No, no, no. I forgot. His, I forgot. His I think it's Hector. He's short little. Um, uh, we just, uh, this is this is awful by me, by the way. Yeah. I, I take full responsibility for not knowing one uh, of the best pitchers in baseball on the team that I like and not knowing his name. Um, but. Um, yeah, when we're talking about him, I know someone's like screaming at the car right now. Like, are you kidding? Are you kidding? Mm. His name is this. Uh, yeah, sorry, Nestor y'all. Cortez. Cortez. Nestor all right, Cortez. You, can get, you can blame it on me. All right, my bad. Um, but um, so they did a commercial because it connects with the casual fan. Well, we need to be more in shape this year and all these other things. And he's like on the treadmill. And I think that casual fan doesn't actually understand like the dynamics of the body. Mm. Is this isn't a oh, he just needs to be in better shape thing. Right. This is like you literally, it's not your system, okay, has a recovery time mm -hmm. CNS-wise, but then also tissue and individual muscles. You can train individual muscles uh, endurance right. as well. So you have muscle endurance and you have cardiovascular endurance. Like you have all these different ways of, with it. And then you might just like, for example, okay, let's say, for example, your core, for example, is has a lot of endurance like mm -hmm. a crazy high level endurance because you use it for almost everything that you do right mm -hmm. your calves for example are muscles for large mm -hmm. endurance now your shoulders right are a muscle that depending on what you do how you utilize them mm -hmm. you know you could train and all these muscles you can train them to have longer endurance right and also to and also just from an anatomy genetic design standpoint some of these muscles were not never meant to be used for endurance right right and some of them were right so that they're you're, they're different types of muscle fibers let mm -hmm. alone how they run yeah um size all those things that go into shape all these things that mm -hmm. are like you know when you get into the anatomy the crazy stuff okay so the other thing is with that is like you're talking about like shoulder wise okay great look it's not that he can't throw it's not that he's huh, 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 yeah, yeah. i'm tired i can't throw Right. It's you're also looking from a physiological standpoint is like, hey, the decelerators like on his arm with that endurance level. Right. And again, mm. to break this for these things like they might not have the recovery. The tissue might not have the ability to recover like it needs to, which then could lead to obviously if I can't decelerate like I'm supposed to in that recovery period. And so like another way of explaining this before we get deep is like think of it if you're doing anybody that has, has been here. Think about if you're doing like a max deadlift or squat or bicep curl or whatever that is, right? When you do like your max, you need longer periods of time to recover. Think of it like this. If you were running distance or running a sprint, right? When I run a sprint, I need more time to recover where I might run the same distance and be jogging and I'll recover quicker because it isn't demand so much from my system mm -hmm. didn't demand so much from the muscles, all those other things. Right. So I, and, and the commissioner and everybody that is making these decisions, right? Like they're either, hopefully they're meeting with the, you know, the training staff yeah, yeah, yeah. to understand some of these concepts because in their head, if you're just going purely business and you're going, we need to speed the game up because it produces a better product and you're not thinking about what it could actually do to your stars yeah. over time. It's something to keep in mind. Now, again, I don't know if we know enough yet. 
could pro- just project, yeah. and that w- it might be one of those things where it's a it's it, it's a scarier thing, um, you know. But again, that's why they tested out in minor leagues. They yeah, did those other things first before they moved it up. They did a pilot program basically, mm-hmm. um, and to this point, it seems to be holding up. I mean, I, we'll yeah. we'll look after we have the you know um, we have all the data and stuff that comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, afterwards but again that's i just wanted to point that out that's like some of the things yeah. you're describing and if you don't know an anatomy you might just be like oh man those guys need to suck it up and they just need <laughs> to they need you know they need to get in shape right yeah that's, that's just not the no and then just case. to go back like you need more recovery between sprints to then run a sprint that fast again okay. you know what i'm saying like yeah. you can just line up and run sprint 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 yep. sprint sprint but also you know, injury risk increases. Mm-hmm. Your time goes down. Does compensation does velocity go down over right. the season? Right? Do they hold up as much velocity? And again, yeah. though, but maybe that's the play. Mm-hmm. But then hitters got to hit less velocity. So, right. like, you know, it's like, is that no, hundred percent? Yeah, no. Is there's a better? lot that goes into it, but you know, that was the first thing that came to my head. The second thing is someone who was, uh, you know, really valued base running was the time constraint now is well now pitchers are slightly less responsible for holding runners in my opinion mm-hmm. and it's more on the catcher and so mm-hmm. um you know what pitch is being thrown and what counts is more important now yeah. because they're trying to pick particular pitches to run on yeah. and to they can't hold long periods of time anymore yeah. Uh, right. And change their looks as much now, which now is reliant the on the catcher. base runner knows the clock is ticking down yeah. so he could cheat so, it. Yeah. Right. Anticipate. And then, and, or he already picked twice. Mm-hmm. So then he's got to go to the plate. Yeah, so guys will cheat that. Right. Um, you know, again, he can't step off right now. So mm-hmm. and then the, the bags are bigger. So yeah. all of these things are we, which we've already seen is seen an increase in bags being stolen. Right. Right. Which is, again, that's creates, the goal. That's the goal. You'd assume. Right. Yeah. You would, is the goal. So like that's great. Um, the other thing that goes along with this, though, is, again, getting back to the root, right, is obviously the effect it's having on the game when it comes mm-hmm. to the hitters, right? right? So um, shout out to my boy, uh, his handles, Late Kick Nation. Mm-hmm. But um, Steve, um, you know, he made a comment about, and a couple of guys have suggested this, is like, hey, like right now, like how this is affecting game is like ridiculous. Like games being decided on a guy not stepping in the box, like in time or what the, you know, again, which is relying on the umpire to say subjectively, is he ready or is he not ready? Right. Right. Um, that's already subjective already too. And then the other part with that is like, so he was suggesting and other people have suggested, why not the pitcher can just throw, you know, like the pitcher can throw, it's on the pitcher, and the hitters just got to adjust to the pitcher. Like, mm-hmm. the pitcher's ready to go, you need to be ready to go. Right. So that was one of the things, and somebody fired back at him and was like, do you not care about, like, yeah, because if someone's throwing a 98-mile-an-hour pitch and the hitter's not ready, like, yeah, that sounds like a great, you know, projectile, like, at a guy mm-hmm. that, like, you know, injuries and all those other things. And I think there's a point there. And so I had suggested, which I think people have suggested some different renditions of this, but I kind of suggested, like, hey, I think – you know, and what Steve was kind of suggesting here is a mixture of like old and new where like it's happened at the amateur level for a really long time. Yo, if I got both feet in the box, you could pitch. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I added another layer in there where it's like, and, uh, and the pitcher has the ability to pitch no matter what, when the clock gets down to like, let's say four seconds. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, so now the hitter knows that beforehand, if the clock gets to four seconds, he can throw a pitch. Mm -hmm. And if I have two feet in the box, He's able to pitch, mm-hmm. right? And both of those keeps him in safety-wise, right? It's like four seconds or both feet in the box. And when I – okay, and then – so what's the big alteration there? What The point is, is right now the biggest alteration is on the hitter. 
Mm. If the hitter is not in the box within, I think it's eight seconds, if the hitter's not in the box within eight seconds ready to go, mm. it's immediately a strike, sure. yeah. right? Where instead, this now puts the weight on the pitcher, right? Meaning in two different ways. It's all based off the pitcher. First off, okay, as soon as he gets in the box with two feet, I'm able to pitch, mm. right? Second, on top of that too, within four seconds, I'm able to pitch. Mm. And then if I don't get the pitch off, within that given amount of time in between, then I get a ball, mm. right? And it takes that where, you know, on the same side of that, where it takes that out of the hands of the hitter, um, you know, with it. Now, you could still have the issue where if the pitcher does let the clock run, mm. the game's decided on a walk that could end up right. losing the game. But I just think that that's a lot less likely because you would have to have bases loaded. Yeah, You would have to have, you know, more, more of those things yeah. where like an out is way more significant than a yeah. walk, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, Wait. no, no, and to all of this goes back to like really the biggest issues is like ending an at bat late in the game or you know a standing ovation. Those are really the big issues offensively. Yeah, that we've seen. It's like you know that could just be fixed yeah. if you have some feel. But also yeah. too, like you said, they're probably being told to heavily enforce it early, mm. so it's not a confusion later in yeah, the year. Yeah, they develop. That yeah, clock. and de yeah, right. And it's like you know it sucks for Belly. You know, going back to L.A. And then he gets, you know, hit with a strike, yeah. or it sucks for McCutcheon, who goes back to Pittsburgh and has his first home yeah. game, and then gets hit with a strike during an yeah. ovation. Like, it, it sucks. And correct me, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I could be wrong in other sports here, right? In football, the defense has a different amount of uh, like a time compared to the offense. Is that correct, or is it the opposite way? I don't, I don't um, know. The exact I don't, rules. I don't know if the defense necessarily has a specific amount of time in football. Um, I know the offense obviously has a play clock, yeah. Um, and but I don't know if the defense particularly has a specific time. I think, it, I think it's set up where then like uh, a lot of times there where you can kind of see their general formation. Yeah, I mean I think they're supposed to break the huddle with you know X amount of time, but uh, you know there's twelve people on the field violations in football at times. So I mean I don't necessarily think they have to, you know, be ready and a hundred percent ready to go all the time by a specific amount of time, but. Mm -hmm. Um, for sure, offense has the play clock, uh, has the play clock down for sure, um, and you would assume that there has to be a some type. Oh, okay, of so it says period. both a forty-second and twenty se uh, twenty-five-second uh, play clock are used, unless the game is stopped by administrative reason uh, reasons. The offensive team has forty seconds to snap the ball after the previous play ends. After administrative stoppages, a twenty-five-second play clock is used. Um, so, yeah, so, again, it, like you're kind of saying there is that, um, and I, I'm going to keep looking just in case there's another one. I just, that's mm. the top result that just came on, um, you know, that way. But I think also, you know, with that as well as, like, it just depends on the situation, which clock yeah. that they use there. Yeah, which, I mean, that goes back to, that goes back to, too, like, hey, if you're, I mean, I know it kind of sounds backwards because, you know, it is defense versus offense. But really, like, the person who's controlling the game is the guy with the ball, is the pitcher. Right, the guy who's controlling the game is the offense, the center, the quarterback. Right in football, the guy who's controlling the game is the guy with the ball in basketball. You know, who's inbounding it, who's the mm -hmm. point guard, right? And everyone else is dependent to get ready and prepared based on that, right? Yeah. And so I know it's kind of flipped, where you know hitting is offense and pitching's defense and etc. But you know, essentially they have the ball in their hand. It, it's based on them, right? And you have to be ready to go on them. Yeah. Um. And so. Uh, yeah, I think the the interesting part though with that is how often can you change this this pitch clock before you know it starts really messing with people that are playing and making them mad. 
you know, like, oh, we're going to make an adjustment this year now because, you know, we want to tweak it. And then uh, we're going to make this like you can't make too many adjustments. Like yeah. you got to kind of get it right. But uh, but uh, yeah. And, uh, but I also get that, too, that obviously when you roll out a new thing, like there's going to have to be some slight be some adjustments. Yeah. Right. Like and I think they're already going to make adjustments just going into next year. And I'm sure they've had conversations sure about like feel, yeah. feel that they've had. And then umpires are probably seeing some of these things as well as like, you know, a lot of people forget that like umpires are also fans of the game. Yeah. Right? So like, you know, there, there's certain things that they're probably adjusting to in those things as well. So I think that's an interesting play. I just think, again, along with that, it just puts it where, you know, it's more on the pitcher where it's like, hey, again, like if I put two feet in the box, this guy can throw. Mm. And either I'm not stepping out or and again, that's kind of and the reason I bring that up is when you're young, the umpire will do that, right? If, yeah. if you're taking forever outside the box, he'll be like, get in the box, yeah. get in the box. Like, pitcher, play, like, you know, and yeah. like he'll tell the, he'll, or he'll tell the catcher, like, hey, like, have him yeah. throw the ball. Like, mm -hmm. And then again, like he gets one, the guy throws a ball, and then like it's, you know, it's a strike. This guy's going to start getting the box quicker, yeah. right? And so like, again, that could be, con I'm sure somebody lost a, a thing on this, <laughs> so they're probably pissed and like, yeah, that's exactly like John, F John. You know, like, you know, like John's the one that ended my game. You know, it's just like, yeah, okay, it, again, it's been used throughout time. Mm. But I think on the same side of that, right, it's like it, gives, it does give a, a general, like, you know, again, urgency of play, right, mm -hmm. too, because those games also, too, young, you know, youth, the, yeah. you know, games can get drawn out dramatically, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, just by players, you know, like yeah. all kinds of stuff. No, and then also, too, to kind of, like, segue into uh, one of our other topics is, you know, what does that do for the players when it comes to, like, what you're saying, like, endurance-wise, like, Okay, so you have X amount of time to get in the box. Then you're on base, and you only have X amount of time to do whatever. Yeah. Right, and everything feels faster. It's like, yeah. yeah. You know, Remember when uh, that just happened? Uh, like you, uh, I think it was uh, someone got called a strike uh, because uh, someone didn't get back to the bag quick enough. It might have been. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Rizzo or. I want to say it was Pete Alonzo. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I want to say. That's what it was. Yeah, but someone didn't get back to first base quick, quick enough, enough and, they and called he called a strike, a strike on, on the batter. batter. And I'm like, that's... You know, yeah, it's like, no offense, but Pete Alonzo doesn't look like he's in the most supreme shape of his life. Like, no. my man needed well, a breather. I, yeah, I'm sure he sprinted over there. And again, you know, again, along with that, within those seconds, I'm, I'm sure he had plenty of time to get back or they'd be calling that yeah, all the time. Yeah, But he, again, along with it, it's like... But again, I think that's the hard part, right? Is like, okay, well, how do you penalize the offense, mm. right? Like, how do you, you have to call yeah. a strike? That's the right. most That's minimal the thing way, you yeah. can do, right? Or, and, oh, no, no, no. Sorry, you sorry. I mean, you could take away the batter's timeout. Yeah, Because they only have one. That's the new yeah. rule, right? So if he calls time, and then now if he's already used his time, then I think it has to be a strike. Yeah. No, the guy's fair. not back to the bag, right? Like, and you're, you're enforcing the pitch clock in that way. It's like yeah. you got to penalize the team in some way, right? Yeah. So I think the penal penalty should, again, first layer would be, do you have a timeout, right? Because mm -hmm. that's like same thing in basketball, right? You like you, the timeout layout mm -hmm. and like all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, I'm going to penalize you based on like if you have a timeout, like, okay, I'll take your timeout. Right. But if not, then again, I'll penalize you with a strike. It's not like he immediately called the guy out. Yeah. You know, that's no. dramatic, but yeah. You know, but, but well, I mean, if there's two strikes, there's two strikes. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. So, but, but, but again, you know. it, uh, again, how often does that have yeah. to happen where the guy just gets back to the yeah. and, and it's the same thing, right, too, in football. If you don't get off the field on time and they hike yeah. the ball, like, bro, get off Penalty. the field. Yeah. Like, you know, again, there is a clock. Yeah. Like, get yeah. moving. And that's For part sure. of the game strategy. Yeah, no, and that's kind of – it was actually funny because it was a video on YouTube I was watching. It was uh, the guy who coached Team USA, Mark uh, – is it Mark? DeRosa? Yep. Uh, whatever his name is. D-Rose. D-Rose. Uh, yeah. But he was talking about – he was talking about coaching Mookie. And it was, you know, no pitch clock in the WBC. It's, you know, the old school rules and everything. Yep. But he was talking about uh, <laughs> Mookie wanted to play second base, yep. you know, this whole time, blah, 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 blah. 
And uh, and he was like, yeah, D-Rose, like, my legs are tired. I can't run all the way out to right field anymore, bro. Like, uh-huh. you know, I was like, is there any way I can play second? And he was like, what? <laughs> it was like, you know, and he was like, what if me and me and McNeil switch? And he was like, I'm not telling him. You can tell him. And like, if he's cool, I guess you can go out to second. He can go to right. Mm. But, it, you know, like the the endurance and like the longevity and stuff like that, like leading into, Mookie's you know, probably guy, being goofy. Yeah, he was yeah. just being a little herald, yeah. you know, yeah. where he's just like, oh, my legs. He wanted yeah. to play second yeah, base. Play second all base. But on the real note, drafted as a shortstop, I believe. Yeah. Uh, well, at least middle infielder, yeah, to my knowledge. Sure. But yeah, I think um, it was a shortstop, though. Just but yeah, you know, like the again, the. You know, the guys like Alonzo or like a Rowdy Telez or some of those bigger guys that, you know, they're not necessarily, uh, you know, endurance guys, let's say. Right. And you're out there maybe you're on the bases and whatever. It's like <clears throat> you get out there and uh, you only have X amount of time uh, in between innings now, too. So, you know, you go someone hits a ball in the gap they track one down you're sprinting you're from first to third you're tired you go back to the dugout you got to get out mm-hmm. you know to your position and x amount of time too it's like the, you know the longevity in that sense too is like yeah. is that going to wear on people differently as well which it seems you know quote unquote soft but again 162 games like that's yeah. a lot i mean yeah. and you you switch something like that up a little bit yeah right over 162 game span like that can add up over yeah. time and again it, and it can be altered too it could be altered too by having you know players just uh again maybe they need an extra off day or yeah. you know those other things yeah but, more platooning but, and stuff but yeah. yeah so so mookie's quote was he was drafted as a shortstop so mm. i'm just going to go by his own quote yeah and hopefully he knows what he's talking about <laughs> but uh yeah that he was drafted as a shortstop so yeah. i think that also kind of segues like into that yeah no he, he mean my man's wants to play yeah he wants to play at the middle and too, I mean, like uh, that's what just going based on what like D Rose said in that video. Like, he was like, man, it's like one Mookie was the hardest one to get a hold of during this whole process. I couldn't get him on the phone, uh, but he goes, once I coached him, like he is a freak athlete. He was just like, man, like everyone wanted me to play him at second. That was the big deal because then we could get another outfielder, you know, and you know the U.S. They got guys that can hit out there. Yeah. So they're like, you know, if we can get Mookie's bat and put him at second, you know. We'll, we'll rock with that. And he was yeah, like, well, you know, I always kind of doubted but, it. But Mc, uh, McNeely led the league in batting average. Yeah. Not a bad option. Yeah, I know. But also people love bombs. That's that's really the For gist sure. of it. They love the Schwarbers. You know, like Schwarber hits 200 in their WBC but hits a tank. They're like, oh, Schwarber. Yeah. No, but, but I, uh, yeah, so I mean, that, you know. well, I, I also remember hearing a thing about him, uh, you know, wanting to play second base and – they had the conversation with him. It's like, hey, look, like, I don't know how, I forgot how many gold gloves he has out in right field. He's like, you're the, you know, if not the best right fielder, like in baseball, mm. like you're near, you know, top five. Yeah. Right. So if, if that's the, you know, case just defensively, let alone hitting, mm-hmm. you know, they, that, that doesn't change position to position, but defensively, mm-hmm. you know, he's a gold glove um, out there and he's won multiple gold gloves uh, playing outfield. Um, so it obviously just recently happened, I think last night. Um, where uh, Mookie, they had some injuries. Dodger have had some injuries. They're they're making some other moves where they're, right. they're calling some other guys. But again, Mookie played shortstop uh, last night for the Dodgers or the night before the Dodgers. And um, in any case, you know it's like his dream come true. Like he yeah. he wants to play middle infield or he likes playing middle infield. And uh, yeah, he did good. Like yeah. and had you know a good game. And they're like you know and then the, uh, they were asking him like, hey, do you? Uh, did you you know enjoy it? Is this going to be like a new thing that you're doing? And he's like, 
nah, like even then he was like, he's like, no, nah, like we got other, other guys and stuff, but yeah. it was like, it was fun to do. And he's like, I haven't played out there since like, I think he said 2011. He hasn't yeah. played shortstop, but like, you know, again, along with that, he takes ground balls just so people yeah, know all the time. too. He takes ground balls in the infield all the time. Like, probably like, daily. Yeah. He yeah. takes ground balls BP all the time. and stuff, which again, yeah. you know, you go watch big league BP. I mean, everybody's taking ground balls or flat, like. Yeah. People are bouncing around. They're having yeah, fun. Yeah, you got pitchers out yeah. there in the outfield shagging yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Not and then you got a whole bunch of you know, the like uh, admin people out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the bat boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people out there to get baseballs, for, sure. for sure. Yeah, no, but I, I think it's interesting, too, though, is going back to like how good of an athlete he has to be yeah. to play shortstop at the major league level, even if it's just one game. Even just one inning. And, and not, not – since 2011 in a competitive game yeah and okay you enter squad there that's one thing to go out there with the fans out there playing shortstop and you ain't done it in over ain't done it in over 10 years like that's impressive like yeah that goes back to just he's a freak athlete my man's yeah yeah he he can can bowling all the things yeah Yeah. he's done got some crazy stuff so I, i think that's pretty cool i mean i when they said he'd put in the short like he's one of those guys where i'm like oh look 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 and that's a whole nother level though i'm gonna say this this is another thing like putting him at second, okay, uh, that's one thing. Uh, yeah. But putting him at short, yeah. like man, like that's a that's like second base. Okay, I, I know there's there's quite a few people on the field uh, that have you know had some infield experience, haven't played there in ten years. Like yeah. you can get away with some things at second base. Short stops, not an easy position. I was gonna but, say you yeah. also made a comment like you know hitting doesn't change by position, and yeah. I I don't think you meant it the way like I interpreted it. But yeah. you think Mookie, if he played shortstop for a year versus right field, you think he would hit the same? I think so. You think so? I, I you don't think mean, the the position you play plays in it like has an influence? Obviously, catcher will ca- will throw yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. But you don't think shortstops? You know, some of the demand on shortstops. You don't think is a lot sometimes. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say that. I'm just saying like like maybe it have some you know minor effects on like what his legs feel like or you know X Y and Z. But then also too like in the outfield like okay, it's another thing as well. It's like he's also running long routes where he could pull a hamstring that is, mm. you know, he could do a lot of things where you're not probably never getting up to full speed at short or whatever. Right. right. So, you know, like some of that stuff and like side to side, some of those things as well. Um, but like also like just in general, um, there's been many guys that have changed positions that are, or constantly changed positions, you know, every single mm-hmm. game and like all those things as well. Um, you know, and I, and I think it has more of effect too. like, um, you know, again, for example, catcher's dramatic. Yeah, but for like, sure you know, but I, I, I do think that um, you throw more and you. That's what I was going to say was the, know, the throwing. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I'd really have to look at numbers. I assume shortstops throw the ball more than right fielders on a yearly basis. Yeah, you would assume. Also, intent, though, right fielders usually are also gunning balls. Yeah, they're they throwing do. it, you know, longer distances, harder. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, and it, and it could affect his arm where he, if he just, again, obviously any athlete, right? If you have any, you know, even if it's uh, tissue fatigue or any of those things mm-hmm. too, it could affect how you move, like yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I just, I just think in general, like, again, like changing position, especially with how often he plays, like and takes ground balls and he does all those things, like he might be taking just as many ground balls as, you know, again, because also let's put this, let's be honest, how many ground balls are you actually getting at short during the Major League Baseball game on average? Yeah, like you're you probably getting, what, four? Five, yeah, maybe, maybe a couple. A game. Yeah, well, so, I mean, that you crazy. field yeah. on average, yeah. you know, there's games where you just don't get a ball, you know, and then there's some games you get five, six, seven, you know, it's just you get lit up. So, I mean, on average, I'd assume a few, but, but yeah, no, and, and then too, like the mental, 
the mental aspect. I felt like, uh, you know, I played middle infield, but going out to the outfield, I mean, it was, it's different mentally to stay locked in out there compared to at shortstop. I felt like I didn't hit as well in the outfield because I had too much free time to just kind of be and think, you know, whereas at shortstop, you know, I was kind of forced to always be engaged and it kept me locked in the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, I even felt that way at second base a little bit, you know, and so I'm just curious because, um, you know, I don't know if you can necessarily measure, you know, what kind of uh, pressure or, or anxiety or stress or whatever a particular position puts on a person. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously different per person. You know, some people yeah. probably could care less, you know, like Trey Turner could probably go play center field, second base, shortstop and not really care. Um, you know, but then you got yeah, a, a young think, guy coming up I think that may. One, I think one of the big ways is you can just look at that and just go like historically, um, you know, what that looks like. Like uh, historically, though, I mean, th- this is where kind of not an argument, but like my debate would be is like how many people of some of the best hitters of all time, you think of the top 10 best hitters of all time, what positions do they play? Generally speaking. Third, first, left, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know too, not as much movement required from those positions on the corner necessarily all the time. So they can typically be bigger guys. But that's where too is, is just kind of like a longevity thing uh, or like macro thing. Is like you know, know, is it? Do you think it's a longevity thing, or I think I think it has something to do with their weight. Mm. Like guys are gonna hit for power. Well, I think part of that goes into weight. longevity though. You know, I felt like I, I feel like too. You know, you go look at, at guys. I mean, it can go both ways. I mean, you got big guys that can get injured, but also too that goes to like your opinion on like what's good weight for a big guy. What's you know, is he is he fat or is he you know strong necessarily yeah. too? But well, I think like why why do colleges like bigger built guys? Well, I mean, I just think it's just you got more potential to do damage, mm. right? You got weight. Like there, I mean, it's no shocker that the top five to you know eight. Uh, home run leaders every single year are 230 pounds. Typically. Yeah, 100. percent Like so, so I think you know along with that. Um, but because of that, though, on the flip side, like how efficient does someone who's small have to be to be able to compete like that, like an Altuve, to be in that mm-hmm. same range? Well, right. I think that, Which, that. But I think that's also the the bias of the same thing. Like for example, like Mookie wouldn't have to lose any weight to play mm-hmm. short. No. Like, you know, if anything, like, he's the, the same, too. I, and I think, like, for example, like, and again, he's in that conversation with home runs every single year, and so is Altu- uh, so Altuve, mm-hmm. right? Both of them are smaller guys that are really, uh, you know, efficient, with, mm-hmm. generally efficient with how they move uh, there as well. So I think that that's the other thing as well as, like, you know, for a certain guy, like, you know, like A-Rod, you know, again, yes, roids, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Okay, we could take Miggy. Miggy, I think, also was drafted as a shortstop. Yeah. Bregman was also sh- drafted as a shortstop. Um, you know, uh, there's a ton of guys in the league that were drafted as center fielders or shortstops. Yeah. Um, so I think there's also, like, an elite level, like, you know, there as well of, like, yeah, like, if I would have to lose a bunch of weight, like, let's say you put, like, um, who played, someone played short uh, the other game that, doesn't t- also doesn't typically play short um yeah i mean i think i think along with that it's like yeah there's a, a a weight component to it too but i think that's also just set up and also that's also if you highly regard defensively what your shortstop would be there's some people mm-hmm. like again Derek jeter the last 
yeah, yeah, five, yeah. six years of his career was not an elite defensive shortstop. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is not I said, that, that he, one's going to make people I'm, mad. I know that one's going to piss everybody <laughs> off. But like, you know, again, along with that, when it comes to range, yeah, like he wasn't a big range guy the last right. five or six years right. of his. But again, he was really good at hitting balls that he got to, yeah. fielding balls that he got to. So in that way, you can say he was elite, right? Because yeah. but even then, there was years that he's winning Gold Gloves and things like that too, where he didn't have the highest fielding percentages, that yeah, he didn't yeah. have all these other things. Well, I mean, but going into that, like. He probably was very elite at positioning himself. Yeah. You know, so maybe he doesn't get to a ball because of his range. But as the years went on, he probably positioned himself to get to some balls that, you know, maybe he didn't get to with range earlier in his career just because he knows the game better. Right. Sure. Knows the pitcher, knows the For batter, sure. you know. So on the flip side, like I'm sure he covered a fair share of balls. Agreed. You know, by positioning too. But agreed. Yeah. yeah. And, but it, that's again, for the the Jeter fans out there that you know yeah. that pissed off. Yeah, hundred percent. And, <laughs> and again, I'm a Jeter fan. I'm yeah. just statistically from the being side, real. Like, yeah. You got to also remember too, like Jeter was playing at a time where there was a lot of elite shortstops that oh, were out man. there. Yeah. That, that was a that was a shortstop yeah. era, mm. right? Where there was some elite shortstops that were right. all happening at the same time. Yeah. Um. And also too, you got to remember too, like, um, I, and this is an argument there as well. It's like. A Rod was an elite shortstop. Oh yeah, yeah. Was a nasty elite Disgusting. shortstop, right? Um, and again, I would argue on the same side of that, right? Like shortstop wise, like I think Jeter couldn't play third. No, A Rod no. can. Yeah, but like Jeter couldn't play third. Right. So, or I mean, obviously he could I'm play sure, there, yeah, but he, he would not at but the, not the to same the level. Level A Rod yeah. played at third, right? right? So he was more. He was able to move in that that way, right? And like Jeter, I don't think would have planned, you know, planned out. He's not gonna be able to hit the home runs and the things that obviously yeah. that you know like Jeter would like that was able to be done mm. as a as a, a, a shortstop to get that done. But right. you know again like Miguel Cabrera like again moving the third then moving the first right then you know basically <laughs> just DH yeah, just, just DH now right now his way down change um, all of that as well. So I think that that's the other thing as well as like you know again ability to also like change positions like do those other things as well. Um, I think would be big there as well. And and you know again. You could you could take that in, you know, like Nolan Arenado, like he could play short, but like he's also a low sprint speed, according to the show. Yeah, uh, we played <laughs> twenty four or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right? he, he got ranked like a twenty four <laughs> or something in his speed. That's pretty yeah. tough. Um, yeah, so you got those as well, right? But like, I I think yes, there's definitely wear and tear. Uh, I think, but again, I, I don't know if you could really like just generally put a blanket statement because it, it, it's so person to person mm -hmm. of like what the demand would be for you. Like right. Pete Alonso at short would be pretty tough, <laughs> right? Like that would be pretty tough, yeah. right? Like he's not going to move. He's not built to do that, right? right? Um, so his body, you know, and again, even if he trained a different way, like he's his frame yeah. is not built to Agreed. go to do what he's supposed to do. Like, again, my frame was not built for me to play shortstop, even though I did mm. a, a long you know, time in my career. Yeah. Um, you know, again, along with that, right? Like, I uh, my frame was not advantageous for that position mm -hmm. uh, very well. So I think that that's also you know a big piece that you take as well. But I think the one that obviously is a big deal. I think actually two that people don't think about because we do have that in the league now is like, yeah, Otani pitching and hitting is and yeah, and crazy. then also catching. Yeah, like 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 players that catch and like hit like those positions definitely have a major effect yeah. on you know you doing it. and then like you would say someone would be like well why pitching like again like <laughs> you which again the amount that you're using your legs and again yeah. all the ways like fatigue the reason all, they pitch know. every fifth game yes you know they, they a, need to recover there's fatigue <laughs> for a reason. yeah, yeah. 
Um, you know, and again, there's a reason that he generally is just DHs when he's not uh, right. pitching because, like, you know, again, him, the wear and tear of also being on the field while he's mm-hmm. trying to recover so he can pitch again. Yeah. Um, you know, managing that workload is super mm-hmm. important, too. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that those are – there's definitely positional things there that are, are big. But, I mean, just in general, um, pretty cool. Pretty cool yeah. just to see Mookie, like, mm. you know, go play short, and it just adds to, like, the, mm. you know, the – magic of you know Mookie and like the things mm. he's able to do and he's one of the greatest you know stars in our game um mm. at, the, at the moment and so i just think like that's just awesome in general it's like yeah good yeah no anytime someone can go play out of their normal position and do it good you know yeah. good enough to sure. you know not hurt the team is always cool he, to see. He can, yeah and he's an elite one where he can go play a different sport and still yeah. be at the top yeah. of that sport like like again like bowling, bowling. Like he's he supposedly legit. bowls a ton of 300 yeah. games yeah like i said he's legit like he could he could be a pro bowler yeah um you know and he's done he's done a lot of things where like you know basketball he's nasty like there's a couple things that he's done where he's just nasty yeah um i think that that's cool there um and then rolling into our final topic here mm. uh the big one the a's announced so they mm-hmm. bought the land and by you know 2027 yeah Big dogs are supposed to be out here in Vegas. So right. what? So what are your initial thoughts on on that one? Yeah. So my initial thoughts are: Are they going to rebrand anything? <laughs> that's it's funny. Just like yeah. that's the first thing my head goes to. It's like, wow. Your bad. first thought wasn't about how how the <laughs> a uh, how that area has lost their third pro team in the last like three years. No, all, no, you know, not two no. of them came to Vegas. I've never been to Oakland in my life. Oh, so. they don't care no. about the people. No. So I, all right, listen. Yeah. All, all of our mm-hmm. Oakland people are going to be firing off it, at, at, yeah. at, at Cody. No, I know. No, right. no, that's uh, okay. That's okay. No, uh, uh, what are they? No empathy, bro. No empathy for the people. No, I mean, heartbroken right now. No, I mean, it's, you know, let, it is what let, it is. Let, they let, need to let hate me, not you, as much. You know what I'm saying? So, but no, that's the first thing. Was like, are they going to rebrand at all? Because yeah. you know, just as bad as they've been for so long, you know, do they want to kind of throw that identity in the past yeah. and be like, you know, we're kind of new chapter? And when I say rebrand, rebrand, not be like. Oh, we're the Las Vegas Pandas. You know, like not a yeah. completely new team, but yeah. you know, like, uh, are they going to change some colors? Enough. I mean, not a lot of pandas in Vegas that I've seen. You know not saying, not just roaming around. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, like, are they going to change like a little color scheme here and there? Are they going to yeah. throw a little flair to the I A's? Think, you know, I think I think they should embrace the uh, black a little bit. Yeah. So like, uh, you know, all the teams are like the Raiders black, right? The Knights black. Like, there's. I mean, obviously they have the other the, the yeah. other colors, but I think the. You know, like I mean, again, even like a black and green jersey would be pretty fire. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be pretty fire. And also, you know, I'm sure they'll redo like the A's logo, so it looks. You yeah. Know, um, you know. Yeah, there's a know, lot that goes into rebranding. You know, like even the like styles of things. Las Vegas. Yeah. You know, across the shirts. Yeah. You know, could they combine? You know, Las Vegas and the, the jerseys athletic. are definitely gonna be different. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it doesn't. They could still be the athletics, but yeah. how are they gonna present the athletics? Yeah, brand, Las Vegas athletics know? sound so, still sounds good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So uh, that was kind of the first thing, and then also too, just being here in Vegas, like, Hype. where are they gonna put it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's already yeah, busy so, up in here. So they mapped it out, and if you know Vegas, is pretty cool. Um, because and, and again, if you also know Vegas, you're like, uh, parking. Yeah. Um, so so you got <laughs> you got um, okay, so you got Allegiant, which is where um, uh. uh Allegiant, where the Raiders play. Yeah. Then you got T-Mobile Arena, which is where the uh, the Knights and mm. also they host all these crazy events. Yeah, like they March are, Madness and concerts. They are yeah. in a diagonal across the freeway mm. from each other within a couple blocks, but in that L pattern, like between both mm-hmm. of them, um, kind of catty cornered, is uh, going to be where they bought land from mm. uh, Red Rock, uh, where they're going to build that there. Rock. Now, 
again, hopefully with that, they're going to build in there. I think, what did it say? How many billion that they're spending on the stadium? Oh, well, it was a billion on the stadium alone. I thought, yeah, right? I think That's I thought it was even more anything. I mean, yeah, I thought minimum. it was, yeah, I it's forgot. It's at least a bill. I'll, yeah, I have to with I have a B. do it. Not an M. That's yeah. A would B. it be? And that, that was just the stadium. Mm. Um, yeah, let's see. Yeah, that's not including like parking, some of the other, you know, extracurricular things that stadiums tend to have, you know, a part of it. Like Kansas City growing up there, like they got the little K out there that's like a miniature version yeah. of Kaufman and stuff, you know, like not including that stuff too. Yeah, so we got, yeah, $1 billion stadium in Las Vegas. Mm. So I'm sure that that land that the Red Rock sold to them. Uh, was not cheap so that's oh, yeah. if, if that's <laughs> just the stadium like that's crazy yeah. a billion dollar stadium is nuts mm. um so that's crazy but also too again i wonder what the traffic and all that stuff looks Shoot. like um you know a lot of ubers be, like because we talked about that there's be certain times of the year right there's a certain time of the year where you got three different you could have a raiders game mm. a athletics game and a knights game yeah all happening on the same night. I say yeah, because NHL starts uh, be like winterish, fall, right? Crazy. I don't know when the NHL season starts exactly. I've never really followed hockey. Yeah, you know, no, there's a lot of overlap with with, with some. Yeah, because in football, sure. yeah, football, you know, um, they start August September because the A's and the Raiders. I mean, they used to play in the same field, so you you would yeah. see the Raiders playing with the infield dirt. You know, on their old field up in Oakland. Well, now, you know? now that I'm thinking about it, I could have been wrong about that. I, I know that there's overlap with it because the baseball season's so long. I know there's overlap yeah. with hockey and football with baseball, but I'm not sure if hockey and f baseball and NFL run at the same time. Yeah. I don't know the exact. Uh, yeah, I have to double check. Yeah, I don't know either. We that's something. Never really been my a problem. Hockey. I got I got others. I've, again, I've someone's yelling at me again. How do you even know? Someone's <laughs> yeah. like in there with all the facts, like with, from each sport. It's right? all But good. in any case, there, there's a. Anyways, let's just put it this way. Parking, if you have been, uh, first off, Allegiant Stadium parking is non-existent. No, so it's let's not just there. show that everybody is parking at casinos. casinos. So my my first then thing was across. the thought there too is like maybe what they could do. Mm. They already have parking garages, right? Do they just build them higher? Do they just stack it on top and make that parking garage like sky yeah. high, right? Like where it comes into like there's just another place for you to park across yeah. the street. N no, we'll throw in your contact info for these guys to reach out yeah, after yeah, some I of your you ideas. I'll, I'll help you guys understand your, your parking. <laughs> Definitely give, here, you know, right? a little, little commission. Send it for the people. People's champ, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that that's, you know, like in part. Um, 35, mm. yeah, 35,000 uh, a stadium. I think that that's also going to be, you know, that's that's pretty, I mean, it's pretty big. To be fair, though, they're coming from, their stadium now was also built for football. Yeah. So they, they well, have. Well, don't matter how much now. it can fit in Oakland, they're getting 3,000 yeah, people. Yeah, we're getting more fans <laughs> here at the, and, and also, if you didn't know this fact, uh, the AAA team here in, in Vegas was the Athletics uh, AAA team. Um, they, on, it, continuously, we have more sellouts mm. not only more sellouts but more fans in general than mm. the major league games yeah so that's crazy out in oakland now there's a lot of things of why that means first off right, the, right, the right. first game shout out to oakland that's the first opening day i've ever been to was to oakland mm. and again it was a great experience but yeah that stadium is gone it's older it's isn't tough. it 
Yeah. Yeah. And and then some people blame it on a lot of different things. Some people are blaming it on the city of Oakland. Some people are blaming it on the ownership. Some people are blaming it on the fans, right? Because the, they're not going to the games well, and I mean, all that it, stuff, right? Like everything, yes. Yeah. Like a combination all of, of it, a lot of all, things. All of it is yes, right? I know some people are like all, you know, a, a person for the fans. Some people are for the ownership. Some people. And then I also get this too. This is where people also don't understand about like the economics and all that stuff. If you're going to build a $1 billion stadium and you already knew that you were moving, I think intentionally I would not be paying for all these players for right. $40 million, yeah. all these other things because you're you're now trying to hold that capital in so that they can go and do this bigger move right. for them, right? So they're like, again, it's just like when teams hold out for trying to get draft picks and all mm. these other things, right? They're, they're Or, again, when the Rays intentionally for years were losing so that they can get the highest draft pick and have money to pay them, right? right? Yeah. So if – if you had all these guys, like there, there's certain ways where that's you know just you know can't be the case. But tanks, yeah, no tanks, getting a little yeah. back scratching. Tanks rubbing about everything yeah. he can. He's, he's doing what he can over there. Yeah, that's a big um, smile. But uh, yeah, he's like, oh, that felt good back there. But <laughs> yeah, I think that's some of the things of like you know as well as like there's a lot of that of those dynamics that are in there. Um, also, another thing in Vegas, we'll go back to the team here in a second, but we're also supposed to be getting an NBA team yeah. here at some point. That you were talking about like LeBron. Yeah, know, no, I just on. know LeBron. Is uh, got here yeah, big, big LeBron fan. I know he's voiced his interest in owning a team. Yeah. Um, for a long it. time. Yeah. I mean, even back when he was with the Cavs a long time ago, like with that was A's his ultimate here, might dream. Be a closed book though. Yeah, you know, it's like, and then he, I think it was, uh, it's hard to go step in as a, a full time owner of someone who's already solidified as a, you know, like mm -hmm. he's not going to be the owner of the Lakers, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, of like, course. And so, um, yeah, it's going to be an expansion fit. team, which is also good for the NBA because they've talked about expanding multiple times. Yeah. Um, Diversity and on owners know, too. And yeah. Stuff like and that. then also okay. too, if anyone can do it, you know, it's LeBron who's in LA shooting movies, commercials, like, I, you know, done a billion dollar lifetime deal with Nike. Yeah. Like, I think he's in a pretty It'd good position cool. to make that it, move. It would be cool. It'd be cool to see if they're, um, uh, like Kobe's family or something like that could also that? Yeah. get into an expansion team or something like that. That'd right. be a cool little, yeah. you know, PR. Like, yeah. Great. Pull no, hundred percent. So no, like right. combination. And then too, the, the cool thing to think about it is think about like the players that end up, you know, in particular cities is I know this kind of goes where, you know, they're wanted, but mm. you know, Vegas being very uh, entertainment heavy, you know, mm. what type of players is the Vegas market going to attract? You know, like yep. um, even just with the Raiders, like you go get a, off. you yep. go get like a Jimmy G, right? Yeah. You know, it looks good. You know, yeah. kind of like you know, Bachelor Until. at thirty. Until yeah, you know what I'm saying. And, yeah, <laughs> Until but, yeah, but yeah. you know, and so it's like um, yeah, you know, some of those types of things. Like, are you gonna get? players with some flair because they're in vegas and it's like well, entertainment capital is this what year is it what year is it where the uh super bowl is supposed to be here uh this next year i'm pretty sure man that because that just kind of blows my mind i know we're yeah. getting into a different topic but you would think that the raiders have been like this is the year we got to spend some because again can you imagine the Raiders? Uh, home yeah home game and the super bowl yeah and well home stadium yeah i was gonna say i mean wow. they're so far off yeah, sure. I mean, and to it, you just got to beat the Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> like the yeah. Chiefs, the Chiefs has won two of like the last four or something like that. Yeah, but it's like there's so much money you that you think they'd be going off right now. They were we're getting into some NFL stuff, but yeah. you know we're hurting we're hurting Jarrell's heart with this combo. <laughs> um, but like then um, he's a big Raiders fan by the way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so again, okay, so going back to the stadium here locally, so I think one for us would be really cool. One because I'm used to when I was living out in SoCal there for a couple of years, like going to all the games. Like I was going to Angels games like all the time. Yeah. I'll see Mr. Trout. 
play constantly. I was, I was there before cool. Otani came out though. Um, and so like that, you know, that that's going to be pretty cool is again, just have the teams here locally. The other thing that people don't know, and I wonder with that dynamic as well, is there's a rule in place where you can't have a triple A stadium and a certain amount of mileage as close to a major league stadium. Yeah. It's so, 20 something. So I the Las Vegas uh, ballpark, I'm not sure if that mileage, I don't know if they're far enough. Um, Come on, Tanky. You can make it. <laughs> you, you got big shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if the, the mileage is going to work. Um, if the mileage it's is going to nice work. a nice ballpark. That, that ballpark is brand Unless they got to go double A. Yeah. And again, I don't know if they switch it to double uh, A or something like that. Like if that um, is going gonna, is gonna to work either. Because I, I don't know if it's just all minor league stadiums or if it's just triple A and with that as well. So maybe I can look that up. What are your thoughts on, you know, with that, though? That's kind of tough, right, with the new, yeah, new stadium being built? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, that's a nice ballpark, and it's in a, you know, really nice area. And so, I don't know. I mean, you can move it to double A, uh, but you, I just can't imagine you having a big league. I mean, you got a big league team down the street. Why are you going to a double A game? Exactly. You're, you know, you're, I mean, you're okay, losing yeah, so much money. You're going to lose so much money, right? And it's like, uh, whoa, it costs a little more, like, Eh, you know, yeah, yeah, ish. But also, yeah. like, so you're gonna pay an extra couple bucks for a ticket to sit up top at a big league game, at you know one of the nicest stadiums probably in the country once it's built. You'd assume, you know, yeah. billion dollar stadium. Why would you go to the one you know 20 minutes away to watch double A ball? You know, and so it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Even if it's a different team, even if it's a different org, like, you know, uh, I just can't. You know, if the Royals, the Royals are in Kansas City, the Storm Chasers are in Omaha. Like, if they're in the same 30-minute span, I'm going to go watch the Royals, even though the yeah. Royals aren't, you know, killing it. Like, I'm going to go watch the Royals. I'm not going to watch their AAA affiliate. 100%. Right? And so, I don't know. It'll be interesting because, you know, that does – they do some events and stuff, like you said. Um, and so, it'll be interesting to see what they do. They'll have to move them, right? Yeah. I, so. I, look, I looked it up. I didn't see anything, like, really clear on that. Actually, shout out to my boy. I think the one that originally brought this up was Fam. I think mm -hmm. when we were talking with Fam, I think he was the first one to bring that up and said, "Yeah, they're gonna have to move. Like they can't yeah. be a Triple A team." I think he said that again in his his understanding of it is like they had to be lower than Triple A. And so, like, why would that be? Why would they put that in place? The the reason that they would put that in place is it's, it's an advantage to have your Triple A team yeah, right and your yeah. and your pro team right down the street from each other. Um, when you send guys up, like there's a lot of times too where they they send guys up like too. The guys got to wait a day. There's travel. Uh, there's all these things, and also too, it makes it easier to send guys up and down. It gives the GM a, a, an advantage yeah. to like you know get his players back and like yeah. not and then being more recovered, all that stuff, right? Like it's just an advantage, right? And also another thing, like you said, I think the other big part of that is like again minor league, like the setup between minor league teams and the agreement they have. Major league teams is like yeah, like a lot of these minor league clubs, like people don't understand that too with like minor league pay. It's like oh, why do they pay them so cheap? It's like, dude, a lot of these minor league stadiums are, are like, they're not, a minor league stadium, again, what are your tickets? Again, 10 to 40 I bucks, say, when maybe. I looked, when I looked it right? up to, to get a relatively decent ticket up yeah. there, it was like two weekends ago, they were playing the Dodgers, and it was like eight bucks a ticket. Yeah. You know, unless yeah. you're getting into a suite. Yeah, but where, it's like, where <laughs> you know. you're going, like, you know, like, for example, the other thing is, like, I know, like, when I go to, like, a Yankees game, or, like, when I went to, every time I've been to a Yankees game and got decent seats, like, not, like, not like, you know, again, sitting right behind the dugout or something like that. Like, decent seats. Any Yankee game has been over 100 bucks a ticket. Oh, like really? Easy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, in Kansas City, because 
I was back there when they won the World Series, you know, 15, 16-ish. Yeah. I watched uh, them when they played the 14, Royals, 15. and it was over 100 bucks a ticket. Yeah, no, and it was like, I mean, you could go, which Royal Stadium's pretty big. Um, yep. You know, when they had the All-Star game there when I lived there, too, and it was, like, packed, and it was like, you didn't realize how big it was until they filled it. But, yeah. I mean, you could go there and get $10 tickets pretty easily. Well, well, I mean, I don't I, know anymore. Those don't like, for example, what I mean by, like, the, okay, so my $100 ticket be down down like by the three rows, three row, three or four rows back from like the foul pole yeah right? and it's like 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 and i mean and i mean not not on the line not like like home run side on the fa yeah, in foul, foul territory side. yeah in foul territory like i was like four closer four, to the dugout uh than outfield yes yeah well but not i mean i was right next to the pole but i was in foul territory like four or five rows back and that ticket uh, each ticket was like 120 each yeah right and uh, and again and it was like Again, the Royals at the time were like, you know, okay, they're all right. right. Yeah, and and, and again, it's like two years there. Yeah, ago, and and they and the Yankees were okay that year too. They weren't mm -hmm. like unbelievable. It's just like the anytime the Yankees are in town, the tickets are usually more. Yeah, just a big brand. Yeah, it's just a big brand. So I I think that that's you know again along with that. So that I think will be interesting. Um, I definitely think with everybody with the location and all that stuff though too, they're gonna get a lot of people that are just in town just that are want to go. go. Yeah, no, so I think I think that will be um, uh, pretty big there just about, you know, the game and uh, what's going to happen here locally. And, like, the, you know, for us, it's going to be huge, too, as well. Like, players and stuff we train, they could be hidden with us before they go over to the game. Uh, we do that now with the AAA team, so that's pretty, you know, that's going to be big just now. We can be able to do it at the MLB level. Um, and also, too, like, who knows, like, consulting-wise, some of the things that might come in that direction, and, and especially if the, the organization's trying to spend some money and yeah. do some things. It could be some big things with us personally, so – yeah, I think that would be big. But, um, yeah, no, I think uh, those are a lot of things happening around the game. We're going to actually start doing more podcasts uh, like this, too, about, like, you know, current things that are happening in the game. We'll do some of that. Also, too, me and Code have been playing some MLB The Show. So <laughs> look out for some of those posts. Those are, gonna be, those are pretty hilarious. Batting practice. He finally, you know, again, Batting my, practice. My, boy, my boy finally got a dub on me yesterday. You know what I'm saying? He's feeling froggy. So All I know him. is I don't see you know a recorded saying? session might, of the I losses. Might, I might have to I might have to play him today just because you know <laughs> I can't have him go through the whole weekend thinking go BP that again. He's, he's beat me on the show. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's another thing. But uh, let me pray us out real quick, and then uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll see you guys here. So let's get to pray through it. Um, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much uh, for giving us this uh, opportunity. One, just to uh, speak about all the ways that you know you're moving and the things that you're changing inside of our lives, and um, you know how you're working with all that. Um, just the way, different ways that you're reaching us. Uh, let us not forget the bigger picture. Let us not forget uh, what truly matters uh, with all of these uh, things throughout life that are pulling our attention and um, uh, demanding us uh, to, to take our eyes off of you. So uh, help us keep our eyes on you, God, because we know that that is life, that is hope, uh, that gives us energy, um, and it gives us purpose, God. And uh, we just ask that uh, all of these things uh, happen in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Hombre of Jesus. Well, guys. Until next time, Farm System out. Peace.